You're listening to episode 47 of the Becoming Aligned podcast. Welcome to Becoming Aligned, where we'll step away from the busyness of our days to explore what it looks and feels like to create meaningful lives that align with our personal values. My guests have found their own unique way to navigate through the distractions, the pressures, and the expectations of everyday life. And in the process, they've discovered the freedom to be truly themselves, to tune into their own heart, and to honor their own unique voice. I'll explore what motivates them, what challenges them, and what strategies help them work towards their goal in a way that nourishes their mind and body. I believe everyone has a story to share, and that we become a stronger community when we're able to listen and learn from those around us. I'm your host, Maureen Ryan, the founder of Ryan Wellness, I'm a Chicago-based self-discovery mentor and Pilates instructor. I hope these conversations will serve as inspiration and as a reminder that it's not about perfection, but the process of becoming aligned. Hi, everyone. I am back today with another short solo episode, and today I want to talk about priorities. What are your priorities? What do you really care about? What do you want to see blossom and bloom in your life this upcoming season, this upcoming year? Now, I want to fully acknowledge that we are in the midst of a pandemic. And while we're starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel, we're still in this. And it's it's hard. It's it's getting really hard, I think, especially with the cold weather here um, and the snow. And I know that many people are feeling exhausted and overwhelmed. And I know I've been trying to be very gentle with myself and compassionate and understanding towards myself and others. You know, I don't always get that right, but that's what I'm trying to work on. And things that I thought were a high priority in the past don't feel as important to me right now. You know, the pandemic has helped me to see things differently. It's helped me to peel away some layers and even more deeply, like discover what feels essential to me. And this is something that I've been working on for years, just peeling away these layers of expectations of, you know, and shoulds and ideals and earnestly exploring and investigating whether those things fit into my life. And, you know, if those ideals and those expectations align to the person I'm becoming. You know, 2020 has really put those things into sharper focus. So in this episode, when I talk about discovering and creating clarity regarding your priorities, I'm not asking you to do more. I think most of us don't have the mental or emotional capacity to do more right now. So I actually want to help you to strip away the non-essentials and do less. I want to help you to say no so that you can say yes to caring for your priorities and for yourself. I want to help you reclaim your time, which is a phrase that Maxine Waters had a moment with a few years ago. And I think that, you know, it was such a moment because it really tapped into something that many people, many women in particular, could relate to. You know, trying to reclaim their time. And when we're not clear on what our priorities are and what our why is, we can feel like we're the ball inside a pinball machine, 
bing, 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 like all over the place with very little control of our own destiny and just getting pulled in a million different directions. You know, when you have some clarity around your priorities, you can begin to intentionally plant the seeds that will allow those priorities to blossom. In many ways, I think of this process like gardening, you know, following the cycles of nature. Right now, myself and those of you who also live in the Northern Hemisphere are nearing the end of winter, which sounds crazy to say because as I record this, it's during a particularly frigid and cold um, week here in Chicago. But we're getting ready to enter into spring, I know it. And in many ways, it's the perfect time to begin to pay attention and to take notice of the seeds that you want to plant, to consider what you want to bloom and what you want to bring to life. In order to create some clarity around your priorities, it's so helpful to have some breathing room, to allow yourself some space, to reflect, to think, to explore, to discover, to daydream. In my final solo episode of 2020, I share that I was taking a break from sharing content for a few weeks, meaning I didn't share any social media posts or any new podcasts or email newsletters. I put those things on pause. I essentially created a pause for myself, which was really nice and really needed for a few reasons. You know, it gave me some breathing room. It created a little extra space in my life, and that gave me a chance to shift my focus It allowed me to step back and more clearly see the big picture of what I wanted to create and build and blossom within my business and my life. Sometimes we can be so close to things that it's really helpful to be able to step back a bit to see the bigger picture. And giving yourself a little break can give you the space to do so. It also made it easier for me to stay off of social media. And I found myself doing a bit of an unplanned digital detox and just stepping away from social media for a little bit created some more space for me to shift my attention from the external to the internal. And this just little bit of extra time reignited my sense of curiosity, which was a really fun side effect. And to be honest, even though I gave myself a bit of a break, I was still working on my business and I was working with clients. I share that just to say that when I talk about giving myself the gift of rest and allowing myself time to pause, it doesn't mean that all I'm doing is resting. Not that there's anything wrong with that. That can be wonderful in its own way, you know, but I wasn't really able to do that. And to be honest, I didn't really want to just because, you know, the season of life that I'm currently in. I actually ended up taking a slightly longer break from creating content than I had originally planned. And that's because when I took some time to step back, I recognized that I hadn't had time to invest energy into something that I felt was a priority, which is to offer private mentorship along with a becoming aligned online course. So I readjusted my plans and took the time to lay the foundation to make that a reality. I'm sure I'll talk more about this in a future episode, but for right now, you can learn more about the Becoming Aligned program, which includes private mentorship, um, at my website at maureenryan.co. You know, to me, that's the beauty of giving yourself the gift of rest. Even if it's in small doses, it creates space to adjust and evolve, and it allows you time to reevaluate your priorities, to see if what you're pouring your energy and time into 
still aligns with your values and what you want to create and offer into the world. It can be so easy to get caught up in the comparison trap and to fall prey to the shoulds that I find it really helpful to take time to unplug so that I can tune in and connect to what my inner GPS system, my inner guidance system is telling me. And I think this is something that is helpful to do on a daily basis, and that's something I definitely encourage. But I also find it's really helpful to take time to unplug and tune in during the winter and also the summer months. I try to take some time every December or January, and also in June or July, to slow down and quiet the noise so that I can tune into myself, so that I can check in to make sure that I'm not falling into those comparison traps or getting weighed down by those shoulds. I think it's a great time to ask yourself questions like this, which are the questions that I ask myself. You know, what do I want to see blossom in my life? How do I want to feel moving forward? What's important to me? What weeds do I need to pull out of my garden in order to create space and time to make this a reality? Do the goals and intentions that I'm currently working towards and pouring my time and energy and resources into still align to the person that I want to be, to the person I'm becoming? You know, creating, building, growing, nurturing, These things require time, consistency, patience, and care. There's no easy button. And honestly, most things take way more time than we think they will. And I think because of that, we often push our dreams and our intentions and our priorities aside, and we say, we'll get to it someday. Someday I'll make my health a priority. I'll make my relationships a priority. I'll make my dreams a priority. Someday when things slow down. And this can happen to so many of us, myself included. You know, there are only so many hours in a day and we are all in different seasons of our life. But so often the priorities we push aside revolve around our own personal care and our own sense of well-being. And I I get it. We don't feel like we can actually make our care a priority because we have other pressing deadlines and expectations. It can feel like you're moving on a fast-moving treadmill, just trying to keep up with the pace. And it can feel challenging or even impossible to slow down or look around for other options because you're afraid you'll, you'll fall further behind. I feel like so many people are feeling that pressure right now, the idea of falling behind. But it makes me wonder, what are we falling behind of? Who set the speed of this treadmill? Who is holding that carrot stick that we feel that we need to keep chasing at this breakneck speed? I often think of the song Once in a Lifetime by the Talking Heads, and you may find yourself in a beautiful house with a beautiful wife, and you may ask yourself, well, how did I get here? I'm like not doing that song justice at all, but you get the point. Allowing yourself time to pause helps you to reconnect to your inner GPS system to make sure that you're moving in the direction and following the path of your heart. That you're not just chasing after a carrot stick that represents these ideas of what and who you think you're supposed to be. Because we're always going to be chasing. We're always going to feel behind if that's how we measure our progress and our growth. Which is why I think it's important to take some time daily 
to pause and check in with yourself, to connect your intentions, to connect with your priorities. But there is also something really nice about checking in with yourself quarterly or every season and just dedicating a little extra time for this practice. You know, in my calendar, I have time set aside every quarter to sit down and write down my intentions so that those intentions become a reality in my life and not just a nice idea. But in saying that, I only focus on a few things each season because I am a human being and not a machine. And I make intentional choices in my life to honor that fact. And that's not always easy to do because that's not the example we see around us. That's not the culture often of our workplace um, or just life in general. You know, as I mentioned earlier, I've also built into my schedule a winter and a summer break from creating content, time where my focus can be a little less on output and more on input. I try not to fill this time with other plans, which I really have to be mindful of because that can happen so easily to me. And I wonder if you can relate to that. I find this to be a great time to reevaluate and make sure my priorities, you know, align with what I want to create in my life and in my business. And it also creates space for me to follow my sense of curiosity, to pursue my interests and see where they might lead. As I look back and I reflect on my life and my own personal journey, I can see how following my sense of curiosity has helped me to discover and clarify my priorities. I remember there was a period of time where I kind of felt lost because I didn't know what I was passionate about. I didn't fully understand what my priorities were. And I looked around and it seemed like everyone else had their lives figured out. They knew who they were and what they were all about. Or at least that's how it seemed to me at the, at the time. What did I really care about? What did I want? What was I curious about? What did I want to create and build and nurture? You know, because I wasn't clear on my priorities, I wasn't making myself a priority. I was easily pulled in different directions. I was kind of like that ball in that pinball machine. And I would often fall into like people-pleasing mode and put the needs of others ahead of my own. Not that they necessarily asked me to. I had just absorbed the messages that a good person put the needs, puts the needs of others ahead of their own. And I think this is a message that so many women receive. And it's part of the reason why I can feel so selfish to so many of us to make our needs a priority. We've been taught that our needs and our wants are not important. But when we don't make our needs and our care a priority, we slowly dim the light within us. It starts to go out little by little over time. And what I see and what I've also experienced is that when we put the needs of others ahead of our own for a period of time, we can become disconnected from our own wants and needs. So how do you start to reconnect? How do you become reconnected to your wants and your needs and discover your priorities to begin with? We learned to follow our curiosity, just as we did when we were younger. Human beings are curious. We want to learn. We want to understand. I don't believe in this idea of people being lazy. It's a pet peeve of mine that I talk about in the Becoming Aligned Online course. We're not lazy. We're making choices. 
And sometimes we're just tired, like legitimately, we're exhausted and don't have time for one more thing. Like that's real. And sometimes we're afraid to take action because we're afraid to be seen, afraid to be seen as a failure, or even sometimes afraid to be seen as a success, because what will that also carry with it? You know, as we become older, many of us mistakenly think that we're supposed to know it all and have it all figured out, or we feel a pressure to be perfect in every single way. And that pressure can be like a vice on our sense of curiosity. It can clamp down and squeeze that sense of curiosity right out of us because we don't want other people to know that we don't know or to see that we don't have it quite figured out yet. So sometimes we're afraid to ask questions or put ourselves out there in a new way, afraid to be in the, begin- in the beginner stage and like make mistakes or have things not go completely smoothly. You know, I, I totally get it. But no one has it all figured out. Some people are just better at pretending than others. So how can we become reacquainted with that childlike sense of wonder and curiosity that lives within us? I think we can build the courage to ask questions, build the courage to explore, to play, to investigate. All of this allows us to collect data and information which can inform our next steps, which can help us identify and become more clear on our priorities. You know, when I look back at my life, I can appreciate how much my willingness to follow my curiosity allowed me to discover and grow as a person. I wasn't necessarily aware of it um, while it was happening, but in retrospect, I can see it. I can see how much it's helped me to piece together the puzzle of who I'm becoming and who I want to become. So in saying all of that, I want to encourage you to be open to following your own sense of curiosity without judgment. And I want to encourage you to reflect on your own journey to help you discover moments where you have followed your own sense of curiosity in the past. In the moment, you may not have thought much about it, but I'm hoping in retrospect, it might help you to become more clear on what really matters to you. If I was gonna look back on my own story, I can follow the thread and trace my curiosity and see how it has helped me to evolve and grow. And I'm gonna share a little bit of my story right now to help you understand what I mean. But even though I'm sharing my own story, like I hope it A, helps you get to know me a little bit better, but I also hope it encourages you to reflect on your own journey. So here goes. I remember going to a freshman orientation for my high school. So I'll start off at that age. Um, I won't give you the full story of my life here or anything. (laughs) Um, I remember going to freshman orientation for my high school and learning that the sport across country involved running. (laughs) And to be honest, I had never heard of cross country before high school. We didn't have a feeder program or anything like that at my junior high. And I really didn't know anything about the sport, but I was curious because it involved running, which is something that I always enjoyed as a kid. And so my mom nudged me or probably kind of pushed me (laughs) to sign up. And I showed up at the first day of practice, like knowing very little about what to expect. I am so glad I did because running opened up my world in a whole new way. 
and I was not expecting or planning for that to happen at all. I did not have that mapped out in a five-year plan, and I wonder if you can think of something in your own life that opened you up in a new way that you were not expecting, that you had not planned for. When I first started running cross-country, I was one of the slowest runners on the team. But then something started to shift. I began to have these mini breakthroughs in terms of my running and in terms of my belief and confidence about myself and my abilities. I was a very shy and quiet kid growing up, so people would say that I was coming out of my shell. And while that kind of irritated me at the time, (laughs) I can see that running allowed me to break through the barriers that I had set for myself or that I had unconsciously applied to myself. You know, because of the role that running played in my life and continued to play in my life, I chose to study kinesiology, the study of movement. And I also ended up getting my teaching certificate in physical education, you know, because I, I believed in the power of sport and movement to help reveal our potential and to open up our worlds and discover new possibilities. And I wanted to share that with others. Looking back, I can see that movement and fitness and, and really running were my entry point into the world of wellness. But I learned very quickly that you can be incredibly physically fit, but not mentally and emotionally healthy. I discovered this because people would open up to me. My students, my teammates, friends would share their stories and their struggles with me. They would open up and let me in. And I would also be curious and ask questions. And their challenges and my own challenges helped to more deeply understand that our overall well-being requires that we learn to care for all aspects of our health, that we learn to take a holistic approach to our care. And I discovered this because I was curious and open. And once, once again, this was not something I planned to learn. You know, I taught PE and health for 13 years. And during that time, my goal was to give young people a toolbox of skills and strategies that would allow them to feel good, healthy, and strong in their body. I wanted them to feel empowered when it came to their health and wellness, and I also wanted it to feel playful and joyful. I became curious about ways I could help and empower others to integrate a more holistic approach to wellness. And this new sense of curiosity is part of what led me to pursue my master's in counseling. My original intention was to look for work as a school counselor. And while I had that planned out for myself, it didn't quite go according to plan. And while this was incredibly frustrating in the moment, I think I was equipped to adapt and evolve because I had been practicing following my sense of curiosity. I had been building up that muscle to a certain degree and had allowed space for that in my life. Um, I had made following my curiosity a priority in my life, to be honest. Because to me, it's a, it's a form of play, which I consider a form of restorative care. It brings you back to yourself. It helps you reconnect your inner GPS system. And in many ways, I think it kind of helps to expand time. Play and following your curiosity may not seem like it serves a purpose, but it allows you to understand your purpose. It allows you to connect with your own humanity and to, the, and to the humanity of others. And I had been practicing that 
over the course of many, many years. And while I was working, I was also making time to take classes, read books, travel, watch documentaries, have conversations, and explore things that were interesting to me, things that sparked my curiosity. There was no agenda. There was no master plan. I was just exploring and playing. I took guitar lessons, Irish dance lessons for adults, and a creative writing class. And I was just okay at all of those things. I wasn't very good, but that wasn't the point. You know, I, I ran a marathon just to see if I could, and that turned into a few marathons and meeting a wonderful group of friends. I took yoga classes and then Pilates classes, and I even became certified as a Pilates instructor just because I wanted to learn more. I honestly, at the time, didn't imagine myself leaving my career as a teacher and teaching Pilates. That wasn't a part of my plan. You know, these are things that I've sprinkled into my life when I've had the time and finances to do so. These are things that sparked my curiosity that may be totally different from what sparks your sense of curiosity. I'm also 47, so this has been happening (laughs) over a period of, of many years. And I'm not suggesting that you, you know, that you do all those same things. That's not necessarily the route you should take. But I do want to encourage you to pay attention and begin to notice the things that make you go, hmm, things that spark your curiosity. I know that fostering, nurturing, and allowing space for my curiosity has helped me to have the courage to adapt and evolve and make changes in my life and in my career. Following my sense of curiosity helped me to have clarity around my priority to start my own business. Once I knew that was a priority in my life, I was able to take practical steps to lay the foundation to make that a reality, like saving money, getting an LLC, building a website, getting my systems in place. You know, the playful and the practical mindset can go hand in hand. I know this is a time where many of us feel overwhelmed and with work and expectations. And I think that many people are at their breaking points. And honestly, the idea of adding anything new into your life right now is it's not realistic. But I love to gently encourage you to explore ways to find space, you know, maybe to say no, to make your care a priority to make your sense of curiosity a priority, even in small doses, so that you can begin to plant the seeds of your intentions so that your priorities can begin to blossom. What can you say no to so that you can say yes to you and your care? I started this episode off by sharing that I took a break from social media. I was finding it so easy to get sucked into. So I deleted apps from my phone and started using a Chrome extension called Newsfeed, a Newsfeed Eradicator, actually, and I have it on my laptop. And I actually learned about this from a former guest on the show, Sam Vanderweelen, who is someone I actually follow on social media. So social media is not all bad, <laughs> but I personally needed a reset. I also started to go to bed earlier, which gave me more energy and helped me to feel more focused and less distracted. I've mentioned before that I use a meal delivery service, which allows me to have a healthy, delicious meals 
without having to worry about shopping for ingredients or looking up recipes, you know, unless I want to take the time to do that. I still get the satisfaction of putting the meal together and and cooking it, which is something that I do enjoy. But it takes the grocery shopping and prep work out, and that's those are things that personally I don't enjoy. You know, those three small steps help me to carve out more space in my life to focus on my priorities, to become more clear on what my priorities were, like currently in my life at this stage in the game. So I would love to encourage you to explore things that you can do in your own life. And maybe that requires reaching out for help and support and sharing with a partner or friend ways that they can help support you. You know, if you're feeling overwhelmed or unable to you know, create any extra breathing space for yourself, maybe someone else can help carry that load for a little while or the weight of those expectations can be redistributed in some ways. Please take some time to consider that for yourself. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. I would love to hear what you found yourself thinking about and reflecting on as you listened to this episode, as you heard me kind of trace the thread of how I follow my curiosity. I wonder what came up for you and what's, you know, what your story looked like. I would so love to hear that. You can let me know in the comments at MaureenRyan.co or on my Instagram page at Maureen underscore Ryan underscore. And if you'd like to, feel free to email me at Maureen at MaureenRyan.co. I would love to hear your story. And if you haven't already, please consider signing up for the Becoming Aligned newsletter, where I share reflections on becoming aligned along with inspiration, restorative care ideas, and reflection questions. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. I'll be back in two weeks with a lovely conversation that I'm looking forward to sharing with you. Thank you so much. Sending you all love. Take care. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Becoming Aligned. If you haven't already, please subscribe to Becoming Aligned and rate and review this podcast. I'm Maureen Ryan, and I hope you'll join us next time. Take care.